to another episode of Too Young to Be This Old. I'm Andy. I got my co-host Ben here with me. How's it going, everybody? I'm so glad we have finally gotten over this co-host and guest thing. I feel like <laughs> yes. we're, we're turning a corner. Oh, we right. do have a guest with us. Heard another person on there, so yeah, yeah. we do have a guest today. We do have a guest but... with us today. We'll, we'll we'll give him a proper introduction in yeah. just a moment, if you want to give that housekeeping there, Andy. Sure, let's knock it out. So if you want to find us on Facebook, we're uh, at Too Young To Be This Old on Facebook. Like the page, you can see all our wonderful posts from Ben when he has internet. And if you want to see sparse tweets every once in a while when we release an episode, you can find us on Twitter, uh, at TYTBTO. So, with that out of the way, and also, obviously, don't forget our fantastic website of podcast.tooyoungtobethisold.com, where you can find all the ways to reach us and listen to us. Indeed. So, since last recording, as Andy has alluded to here, um, I didn't have internet for five straight days. So I just can't even comprehend that. It was awful. Being a thing that happens in 2019. Yeah, it it was awful. Um, but in the inter drought, as I will forever know it as, I went and saw Dumbo and Shazam, and I wasn't disappointed. I didn't in want my money one? back. Do what? You weren't disappointed in either one. No, I was really impressed with Shazam, and Dumbo was a good family film. Not something I normally would have gone seen, but my wife is a huge Tim Burton fan. Can, so. can I ask you a question? Yes. Uh, did did they did they leave the crows in or did they take the crows out? They took the crows out. Okay. <laughs> they took nice. they took the crows out and they took the drunken scene out where Dumbo gets drunk. Oh. Oh, oh bummer. Yeah. They 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 put a new twist on it, but it wasn't the same. Um I think the weirdest thing to me watching this version of Dumbo is the focus of the movie. Dumbo is more of a plot device than the focus of the movie. It's the some of the human stuff going on around Dumbo that's really the bulk of the movie. But since it's a, a basically a big cast of the who's who's on the island of misfit toys, Tim Burton was right at home with this one. So, and what have you been up to, Andy? Yeah, for me, uh, so I went and saw Us. Very much enjoyed that. Um, I'm not going to give really anything away, but I thought it was a great movie. I saw it in that uh, fancy Dolby Cinema. Uh, where the sound engulfs you and you have four points of touchscreen manipulation on your seat. So, always a good time. So, those <laughs> places you can go when you make Cheesecake Factory money. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have AMCA <laughs> list, so I don't pay anything. I mean, I just pay my monthly monthly membership for those kind of privileges. Okay. But, um, besides that, I've uh, been going through my uh, journey of actually watching all the Marvel movies, so... Have you uh, finished the journey yet? No, not yet. I, f- I finished Ant-Man and Wasp. I got to do uh, Infinity War. Okay, cool. You're on. And I listened to you. I didn't. I didn't watch the end credit scene, and and I was talking to Austin about it too. And he was like, "Oh no, Ben, Ben did you wrong? Did you watch that end credit scene?" I was like, "No, no, Ben told me not to watch it." And he was like, "Okay, Ben did good." Yeah. <laughs> so, um, just, <laughs> you know, so I'm I'm planning to hopefully get Infinity War knocked out soon, but WrestleMania Sunday. Um, so by Wednesday. Yeah, by next Wednesday. That's that's yeah. the goal. But yeah. uh, besides that, NBA 2K has been happening. Jumped into Madden a bit more. Must be nice to play video games with internet. <laughs> Must be. It is. But uh, uh. That, that's besides besides work and 
and uh, boring life stuff. That is that has been the exciting pieces. All right. And as we have alluded to, we do have a guest with us today, and uh, I couldn't think of a better guest for our topic. We wanted to talk today about what has made Game of Thrones such a media phenomenon. And for this topic, I could think of no one better than the co-host, Brett, of Planetos Podcast. Um, so, Brett, uh, let our audience know a little bit about yourself and explain what you do. Um, yeah, so I'm a, I'm, I'm Brett. Um, so I co-host uh, a podcast all about Game of Thrones and the book series, A Song of Ice and Fire. Um, we, we our, our podcast kind of focuses on the fandom. Like, we, we, we bring people on and we have them tell their stories and then we jump into a subject they're interested in. And um, so far, I mean, we've, we haven't really had a bad guest. So it's, it's always, we've got, I don't know. There, there's so many different perspectives. Um, that, I've heard you uh, had a really great guest to talk about a uh, Duncan egg. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was, <laughs> he was really, uh, he's kind of an asshole, but, but, uh, but yeah, you should I, definitely yeah, check those out. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that that guest was that was of course Ben. Uh, but we've been we're we're about to start our uh, season eight reaction uh, episodes once the new season comes out. So so that'll be uh, basically just show only stuff. We I, I, no promises on uh, book spoilers, but um, but yeah, other than that, I really haven't been doing much except for school and work. So. Nice. Do you guys usually release, uh, I don't know, Ben probably does, but do you guys release the, like, the day after the episode? Do you guys release the week well, of? What's your, what's well, your schedule so like on that? We, we're, we're, not, we're not sure. We, we started okay. this last July, so cool. or August, or might have been June. I don't, I don't know. But, but yeah, so this is, so what we're planning on doing is recording straight after the episode ends. Like we're right. all going to just jump on. And we're not going to dive too deep in it. It's just going to be like a reaction. Because, I mean, everybody's going to be doing this, so... Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. And there, there are bigger podcasts that are going <laughs> to... They're going to cover it way better, th- better than we could ever, so... So, yeah. Yeah, they're um, going to have a two-hour podcast on an hour long. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. And I will be listening to all those, too, so... <laughs> well, there you go. But, you know, if anybody wants to check out... Uh, Brett and uh, his co-host uh, on Planetos podcast. Uh, we'll make sure to link you guys in the show notes uh, in case anybody wants to check it out because uh, sounds exciting. Uh, yes. I, once I catch up, I'll start listening. Uh, so as we uh, as we alluded, right, we're going to talk about Game of Thrones tonight. Or did we even say that yet? We did. I said okay. it before I introduced. <laughs> oh, All right. oh, so you're right. Oh, did you I did I say the name of my podcast or did I just talk? I, about did. I did. Oh, Ben did. Yeah. Ben did. Oh, I did. Ben did. Okay. Right. Ooh, yeah. wow! You can tell we're recording on a Friday night and we've all had a long week. So. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> but... it's one of them days. Dude, I just got internet back. I'm I'm coming back to civilization. Yeah, right you're now. you're still you're still adjusting. Like you can see, you're still kind of just opening your are eyes you, again, right? Are you yep. still dealing with uh, what is it? Windstream? Yes. Oh no. That's, that, that's why it took five days to get internet back. <laughs> <laughs> that, that post you made years ago when, yeah. uh, with the windstream truck on the back oh, yeah. getting towed. The, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. They can't that came up. Right. That came up in my memories recently. 
Oh, man. Um, so, as we were saying with Game of Thrones, I think I, I want to start back at the origins, um, kind of going back to the novels, because it was something that shocked me uh, one of the first times I was on your podcast, listening to the fact that um, A Song of Fire and Ice, which is the name of the, the whole novel series, A Game of Thrones, released back August 1st of 1996, by, uh, of course, written by George R. R. Martin. So you have the first book released back in 1996, and since then you've had you know five other books. I think we're still waiting on the sixth book to come out. Yeah, maybe eventually one day. He is notorious for there being long gaps in between his books when they release. Um, but first releasing on 1996, and then we don't get the series Game of Thrones that comes out from HBO until um, April 17th, 2011. So that's a pretty big disparity between. There's a gap that, there. Yeah, because because normally if something's hot, it, you know, if a book really takes off, you know, those movie adaptations usually start rolling out within a year to two years. So do right. do you think Brett? Do you think there was any reason it took so long for it to kind of get a media presence outside of the the novels, or do you really have an opinion one way or the other on that? No, I I actually do. Um, so. I think it was like with with the release of like Sopranos and then The Walking Dead kind of there was a shift in like TV shows like what what they were able to do and with something like there's no way to do that book series justice in a movie like in movie form like oh god not at all like there I wonder if they were even presented with that idea because I feel like it would have been a disaster yeah it 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 would have been. (laughs) <laughs> they were there's no way like i i couldn't see it be, even being the same product um but i think like with the way tv has like that like tv has kind of shifted it, it kind of used to be like that like sitcoms and and um you know just kind of something you could sit down watch in 30 minutes and maybe not yeah. have to come back to yeah um, i mean instead it was more... of becoming episodic than you yeah. know, something that was actually carrying over story arcs and i mean and yeah. we'll probably do a whole other podcast about this you know but 2011 was right around that start or somewhere in that period of the golden era that we're now in i guess with tv yeah, yeah and I, that's I think, I think a that lot of a... why this show happened and it got also the kind of funding and production value that it did it got yes. hbo money got which HBO is money which is if you watch any HBO series, you, you mentioned the Sopranos earlier, a uh, Sopranos, True Blood, Westworld, any of these kind of shows that HBO does, they always basically put movie quality production into everything. Well, um, and, well, I think I think too when uh, Game of Thrones was like first announced as a HBO series, I think they HBO was trying to pitch it as like a medieval Sopranos type show. Because Sopranos, I think, was ending or it had just ended, so they were trying to, like, you know... If it wasn't Sopranos, it was True Blood. Yeah. It was one of those two that were just ending when Game of Thrones came out, because I was a big fan of True Blood, and it took me a while. Yeah, a lot of people... I've never watched it, but a lot of people said it like that. That is an an amazing uh, TV series. Amazing like, is a strong word, but yeah. But I, well, uh, I know, I know there was like a season or two that was like really terrible or something. Like yes. it went downhill, but yes, it pulled but, a Walking uh, Dead. 
Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I completely stopped watching Walking yeah. Dead. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> um, when it comes to the series, Brett, do you? And this is just a question I have to ask everybody. Do you? Did you read the books or did you audiobook it? Um, I audiobooked it. I, I actually, I don't think I've actually like I've read chapters like for the podcast, but as far as like. It, like wanting to go through the whole story itself, like nah, I that's all audiobook for me. I'm not a really big book reader in yeah. the first place. So okay, I was about to ask you if you do it just because it's easier, right, time wise, or if it's just the way you prefer to well, enjoy the um, medium. And I'm, it seems gonna, like it's more is just that's your preference, right? Is listening to the. I'm going to uh, be real thing. honest with you. I tried to read these books. Right. Was not happening. Um, <laughs> The only way I got through them was because of the audiobooks, which, as you alluded to, easier to um, easier to easier to handle because it's you're easier not to consume di- them, right? Because you don't have yeah. to. You can yes. sometimes be doing something else, and uh, just to get off on a little thing about audiobooks, I usually actually enjoy just sitting down with a book and reading it, uh, whether the physical book or an ebook. Or whatever, I don't care about that. But really, the last few years, the only times I've gotten to consume a book um, that wasn't reading on vacation has been in audiobooks while I'm driving yeah. or doing something else. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, like I, I will definitely say, with Martin's writing style, mm-hmm. he is very descriptive of everything, yeah. almost to a fault. Like that, which the, is what the food made it scenes. Oh god! Like yeah, any of the food scenes. <laughs> When George R.R. R. Martin describes food, he's basically giving you the recipe of what is about to be put on the table. And, and he is passionate as our hour and a half talking about fast food. Yes, he is. There you go. All right. But uh but yeah, so that to me is what made the audiobooks uh easy, much more uh, uh much more accessible than actually trying to read the books. And, and speaking speaking on that though, he, he is so passionate and so descriptive of the dinners. In, in, in his books that they actually have a cookbook uh, that I actually own it um, of all the like recipes that he's described. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he literally tells you how these items were cooked, what herbs they were basted in and everything. <laughs> like, yeah, always in butter. Too. To the point where he'll be like, well, they had the rats spit and skewered over the fire <laughs> with one side charred, the other side raw. I mean, like, literally... <laughs> To those extents, and just like, dude, let's. Uh, I'm here for the story, not for how to cook a rat. It's like, first of all, now I'm hungry. Yeah. And I, I mean, know, maybe that's why. Rat. Is that why it takes so long between books? Because after he's done describing all this, he has to go and cook everything he just described. Probably, <laughs> probably, man. So, <laughs> so Brett, were you a fan of the series before the HBO series, or uh, how, what got you started with Game of Thrones? I actually didn't start watching the show. Like, I'd watched, I think, like, snippets of the episodes. Um, but but I did not start... So, so I discovered the books and all that through the show. But I didn't start watching it until season five had ended. And I was just, like, bored one day. And I just, like, started binge-watching the show. And um, just for no reason, because, like, my, my dad had... Uh, he watched, I think he watched the first season. He never watched anymore, but he was like telling me, he's like, you gotta watch this crazy shit. Like the, the queen's fucking her brother. And like, you know, <laughs> like this is crazy shit. Spoiler warning. That's a way to describe it. 
it happens in like the first episode. It, it does, yeah. and, and, and that's what I was gonna get get into a little bit later. Uh, so you didn't start really so watching it until that. season five. Um, and, and Andy, when did you kind of stop watching? Because I know you've had an on and off again with this one. Yeah, I've been on and off, and it's it's more time and and all that but uh i think i started probably around uh, what year was season five because i was probably in that same uh, that'd been like 2015 yeah 2015 2016 yeah that's when i started um that definitely sounds about right and i i like just blasted through the first two seasons (laughs) yeah (laughs) and uh and then kind of just hit a wall with it um (laughs) and have recently gotten back in yeah the I think the biggest reason I'm such a fan of it too, like like why I went to the books, is I watched it right when season five ended, binged it, and you know there's some events at the end of season five, and there were a lot of theories floating around on the internet about what happened, so that kind of led me to jump and like listen to all these fan theories, and then next thing you know, I was like buying the audio books, like. Uh, right, because because almost every fan theory is based off something that happened in the book. So if you yeah. haven't kept up with the yeah. books, there's there's no way. Um, I I know for me, I think I was probably introduced to it right when it released because a good friend of mine, Matt, wanted me to watch it, and wow, nice. I I couldn't, I couldn't. I thought that first episode was like the first forty five minutes of that episode was just really rough. Because yeah. they're just throwing a ton of information at you all at once. Yeah, that is a big turnoff. Oh, but... I definitely noticed that with the first season. I was just well, like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah, that first, first few that, episodes, too. Well, yeah, that, you well, know why that well, is, the, right? Because well, they, they have to establish the world very quickly so that they can bounce everywhere. But, but all I can think the... of is that first episode. I never made it through the first 45 minutes of it until the end of season four. So I started a little bit because I've watched season five, six, and seven live um, as yeah. they've come out. So I, I think I might be a year ahead of you guys. And but, Brett, you sorry, Ben, he yeah. was starting to say. So what were you, you were starting to say about why? The, oh, this, well, the appara- first well, apparently, well, apparently, chunk of it was so heavy, right? Yeah. So apparently, uh, Dan and Dave, the writers of the show, and and they direct uh, every once in a while too, but. Well, they direct the last episode of each season, but I guess they directed the pilot too. But I, well, I'm not sure on that. So, but anyways, they 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 filmed the pilot and they present it to HBO, and apparently it was just so bad. the The first cut was so bad. Oh man! The the and one of the, they had like the guy they presented it to was a friend of theirs, and he just wrote them a note, didn't even say anything to him, and just said big problem or something like that oh and, man and uh apparently he didn't get that jamie there's a character named jamie and cersei uh cersei's the queen uh she's married to the the king and uh she didn't get like they didn't get that they were siblings they there was just a lot of like um oh, information okay. that that is missing. so important to the story but it kind of it ends up it's so organic in the books but then in a tv show you kind of got to do that kind of fantasy thing where you have that kind of epilogue in the beginning like this is the world and these factions are fighting kind of stuff you know like you kind of have to do that with a tv show 
Um, whereas in the books, you can just kind of organically do it a little easier, I guess. Right. You're not on a time crunch in a book. You're moving at your own pace. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. So, so we talked about, right, what what each, what, how each of us, well, I guess for me, uh, I just kind of got into it because it was, uh, I guess, similar to Brett, right? There's all, all these things were floating around on the internet and everybody's talking about this show non-stop. So it was kind of half, uh, I was, I was like, what, what's the big deal? Uh, I'm the same way. I was the same yeah, way. Yeah. Cause to me, I was just, I was just like, okay, this just looks you know, this doesn't look like it's the best thing that's ever come around. It just wasn't, it wasn't grabbing me just, just on its own. And, and I kept, kept being told I had to watch it, have to watch it. You got to get into it. You got to give it a chance. So it was more of a fine, I'll check it out. Um, that, uh, <laughs> that happened. But, uh, since, uh, you know, like, like, uh, we alluded to, you guys have kept watching it. Uh, as it's as it's been airing so uh you know i'll start with you brett what what has kept you watching right after you binged it what kept you wanting to watch it live and uh then also uh, even start a podcast about it the uh man um the, just the stakes i mean i don't i don't want to like get into spoilers but i mean there's these families and like you, you just see some some of these families get dumped on and you're, and you're like, wow, like, uh, but then they keep going. And then, um, it's just like these family politics and, and, but they're running a kingdom like, and so so uh, the, the story has got you completely invested. Yes. And hasn't, hasn't lost you yet. Unlike as we discussed earlier, how we've all kind of walked away from walking dead, how we just no longer care. Yeah, I'm gonna, anything going on. I'm gonna quick tell my Walking Dead story. <laughs> okay. I watched the first episode in my basement with like two other friends. We started watching it. Note we had been up for a good bit of that day. It was like Black Friday into that Saturday. Um, it did not grab any of us. We all took a like three hour nap somewhere in the middle of that first episode. And I, uh, I've tried to go back to it maybe two or three other times, and just, uh, just didn't happen. <laughs> It's... Yeah, first <laughs> it... probably first four or first three seasons for sure. Completely yeah. hooked. It was every right. Sunday night. Season Star four, Wars. I was just like, eh. And then and then like season four was and season five was I'm out. S- season four was like hot garbage, like that first <laughs> half, and then and then the second half of season four was season three over again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and to me. To me, that's been the issue with Walking Dead is every season you see the exact same. It may not be the same story, but it's the same plot line. You know, everything's fine. New baddie. um, Problem escalates. Problem escalates. um, End of season. I was saying, I guess there's there's no stakes, right? There's yeah, because every everything keeps like like I said, everything is repeating itself in Walking Dead. It's like new scenery, new characters, but it's repeating itself. We're in Game of Thrones. It's a show that has established that anything can happen, and just when you think you know where it's oh, yeah. going, you don't know where it's going. And I mean, without without getting too spoilery, but right, this show kind of for me, I think uh, this and Game of Thrones were, I think, a big factor in the 
everybody feels like it's okay to spoil everything culture that we can talk about separately. Um, Because Ben told me I couldn't get too deep on that today. Well, well, we could could do a spoiler section at the end. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure. If if we have some spoilers we want to discuss, but just I'll say, you know, vaguely enough, what what kept me watching for part of it since I have the shortest portion of this is just the way that first season ended, I was like, no. No yeah. fucking way. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> no fucking way. I remember I walked out of uh out of my office and like went to my wife and I was like, "No, you won't believe this. I'm going to talk to you about the whole first season. Sit down." I didn't even believe it. I didn't even <laughs> yeah, believe it. I was it like, "No, like, it didn't happen. There's no way." Started. Yeah. Oh, and it's yeah. great, dude. If you if you're <laughs> if you're a series veteran when somebody first starts and they're like, "Man, I really think that person's going to do something." When you hear that name, you're just going to be like, oh, you sweet summer child. You don't even know exactly. what's about to happen. Um, I mean, it just it very quickly showed that that this show doesn't care about, uh, about you know, killing killing who it wants to kill. Right. <laughs> I mean, and I, I do. I do want to say this, though. This this show is it, the writer. The writer of the books modeled a Game of Thrones after Lord of the Rings. And and he said the ending is going to be bittersweet. So it's not going to be a gr- it's not a grim dark show like everyone thinks it is. I mean, oh, there are the, very- there are episodes where you think it's you think Zack Snyder directed the episode because you're never going to see the sun again. Yeah, no sunlight. <laughs> yeah. But 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 there there is an ending planned. Um, the show and books are kind of diverged a little bit, but the showrunners have. Um, the 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 uh, George R. R. Martin's given them like what the ending is, so right, everything you love dies. He dies yeah. before before they're supposed to end it. But yeah, he's given them. I remember hearing about that that he gave yeah. them. You yeah, know, what the uh, and, and Martin was, was writing most of the episodes for the first two seasons. Yeah, he yeah. actually directed um, Battle of Blackwater. Um, that episode. I'm, I'm sad you it, told but... me that because that the book sequence for that and the show sequence for that are well, very underwhelming. Well, well, they told him they didn't have like a huge budget. Like if they had the budget they do now, and they yeah. did that episode, he would have gone crazy with it. But they told him straight up, like, "Look, we don't have the budget for this. We, uh, we can't afford flamethrowers." <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, because that battle sequence in the books is epic. Like, yeah. I mean, it's cool in the show, but but oh my god! Like, I mean, and it is a great episode, yeah. but it, it is not to it, be a a book it, purist. But yeah, and Andy, I think you kind of hinted on it. Like, as we were sitting here talking about it, we all have. I mean, we have similar friend groups and and separate friend groups. But let me let me raise this first to Andy, then I'll move to you, Brett. Yeah. Why yeah. do you think it has such a mass appeal? Like. Why is everybody and their mother just gobbling this show down? Well, besides dragons. Um, <laughs> yes, dragons. besides dragons. <laughs> but um, I, I think you, but, I think you kind of hinted on it. In, in, I think you kind of hinted on it when you're talking about spoiler culture, though. I guess that's that's part of it, right? Because everybody's everybody's talking about it, but, um, and and I don't know if that's what you were thinking, but it's. It's got that budget. It's got a story that draws you in, and then you you kind of want to see what happens with these characters. It's got the stakes. Um, once you get into it, and you realize nobody's safe. Um, it's got Amelia Clark. Y- yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you got a fantastic <laughs> cast of actors. Um, just 
putting on a fantastic show. So I think there's a ton of ton of reasons why it can appeal to so many different kinds of people, right? Across, um, you know, w- you know, whatever your political ideology is or anything else, it, it can appeal to kind of everybody. It doesn't, right. doesn't really polarize they, in any way. Right. It, yeah. Well, I, it did I, have that one moment where everybody claimed there weren't enough black actors and then everybody came out and was like, it's a medieval show. Do you think there were that many black people walking around medieval England? Yeah. It's like, but, it's just location. And they, well, and, I, and two of the most interesting characters now are of course, Missandei and Grey Worm. Yeah. And I, I really do like, I, I actually have grown to like them a lot. Like they're not, that's not their characters in the books, but that's not really their children in the books. Well, well, no, Miss Sunday's a child. Um, yeah. Grey Worms, you know, He's he's cool in the books, but he's not that main type of character. Yeah, I think but, another issue, another thing, when you think about the books compared to the movies, is if you're watching the show, whatever actor is playing the character, imagine them about like twenty years younger, and that's about their age in the book. Yeah, yeah, true. Because Ned's like Ned's only like thirty five. Yeah, and <laughs> the and you have fifty something year old Sean Bean playing Ned, um, and then like. All of the kids, instead of being like 14, 15, and 16, they're like 8, 9. <laughs> Wh- yeah, which which George did have like a plan to have like a five-year gap in his books. And then he ended up just tossing that idea out. Um, and because the books kind of just happen, like there's not a really a time jump between yeah, the books. There's just, no breathing in the books at all. Yeah. Well, it, I think what... I think the biggest thing, like you said, is we live in a culture where nobody wants to get left out. Yeah, it's FOMO. Everyone, everyone is talking about this. Like you said, the spoiler culture, everyone's talking about this. So everyone wants to sit down when it comes out so that they're not left behind. It's become, Right, because if you don't, somebody is going to make a status. They're either, and even if they want to try to be, if they right, want to vague book it, right, the, they're going to be like, oh, I can't believe what happened. Da, da, yeah, da, or and like, then you just, have to go, you have to go find out what happened. Yeah, and you're um, like, shit, or i got to go watch you, this now. You go to work Monday morning and people are talking about it around the water cooler. It's, it's become that thing you talk <laughs> about at work with, with your coworkers instead of like where, you know, Back in the day, you like, oh, did you check the game out last night? It's like, yo, did you see what they did with the dragons last night? Um, <laughs> so, but I also think it's also, I think the age group and the demographic, because, you know, this, like, Lord of the Rings came out when I was in middle school and I was enthralled with it. Oh, and, nice. and to Brett's point, with George writing these books now at the age I am now, this is Lord of the Rings for adults. Not that yeah. Lord of the Rings is not an adult thing. No, no, no. But yeah. what I'm saying is, like, this is the next step. This is where, right. as you, you know, when you were a teenager, you could completely get behind everything in the Lord of the Rings. But as you grow yeah. older, you see that some of the stuff doesn't hold up as your worldviews change. Yeah. Right. And Game of Thrones steps in and, like, it fills Just- that void. Just just that void and tells you that nothing is safe or sacred. What, yeah, exactly. The, it's not things, okay. It's not one okay. Of the things George, like one of the first things like George R. R. Martin has done. Well, maybe not one of the first things, but <laughs> he he wrote he he literally writes in the book um, a sex scene between um, uh, 
Ned Stark and and his wife like um and that's like unheard of in a fantasy book like they they you know they have kids they're supposed to be like the 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 ro- I don't know like it's just but it's 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 not like a gross disgusting one but yeah it's something no, no, think... everybody knows happens but yeah, is yeah. never brought and he brings it he brings the more in, well, at least in the books, and it does translate over into the series in the first couple of seasons. Like, right? So, sex is people. a motivating fact. Yeah, sex is a motivating factor for some of these people. You know what I mean? Like, it's a release for some of these people. In because I mean, yeah, we see in yeah. so many shows where it's drugs, alcohol, this, that, and the other. And just that that I kind of like where we went there, and I just want to touch on it a bit. Right, this show, and definitely in the first few seasons was kind of known uh for like it being you know dragons and sex scenes um yeah tits tits and dragons yeah tits and dragons yeah that's kind of what i was about to say (laughs) but uh that's fine there were no there were no dragons in the first season until like the last episode accidentally whoa (laughs) sorry (laughs) then but um anyway i'm gonna go back (laughs) on track so with this show being you know tits and dragons for at least the first first few uh seasons and and that was also something that kind of everybody was talking about during that time and i think it 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 also drew people in right because they were kind of like whoa what's going on with this uh i mean almost almost all of the hbo shows that were in the time slot that game of thrones took over they were all there i mean it was all the same thing right it's it's weird though too because a lot of people are kind of turned off by it now but think back like HBO think back to HBO in 2010 like a lot of that stuff from the first like 3 to 4 seasons is gone now there there was probably like two like two sex scenes in the last um in the last uh Season. two seasons right and i think oh, a lot yeah. of fans get kind of uh get kind of annoyed right when people still categorize it as like oh that's that that's that yeah. hbo show with all the sex and the dragons and I mean, and uh, you know yeah, a lot of people yes are like, well that's no. not really what it is anymore right yeah, but, it, yeah. it's not but you know making you generalizations it, yeah. is is what this world runs on right right it's, but it's something that's definitely happened and also i think because they drew such an audience so quickly I think a lot of other shows, uh, whether they had similar topics or not, tried to kind of emulate that, right? Bring in yeah, an audience were, because we're going to shock you with how much, you know, yeah. how much raunchy stuff we have in here. Yeah. And you're going to like this. And, you know, I think, I know Westworld came out after this, and I really think Westworld tried to jump on that. Um, If you haven't watched it, it's another pretty good HBO show, but you can definitely tell that it was trying to capitalize on the void game of thrones had when they weren't airing new seasons hmm. but it just hasn't done it as well as game of thrones has I, um but I there think, is like you said the the raunchy sex is very prevalent in westworld whereas it was pretty prevalent in the first the the first season definitely i mean it, it i guess it is a good i guess a, a lot of people are kind of drawn to that i i don't know i've i've met a lot of people though that that's their Thing that's turned them away i think oh that's the thing I, i've had a though. lot of people be kind of like turned away by yeah. it or it's it just kind of seemed as maybe you know lacking content so you're just throwing in throwing in yeah the, scenes, the, right? the crazy thing to me is if you is, read the books 
Mm-hmm. There's so much more sex in the books than there. Oh there is yeah, I've I've definitely heard that because I I have not it, read it, the books, but I've heard yeah. If you don't like the fact that there's sex in the in the show, just you know check out the it, books. It's it's sort of it's sort of done in a different way though. Like it's, okay, it's not like let's just throw this sex scene and put important dialogue over it. It's more like <laughs> it's right. it's more like yeah. Like, I mean, there's different, I mean, you know, there's rape and there's all kinds of stuff in it, but it's, it's not there to just be there. It's, there's a purpose for it to be there. It's not like, oh, we need a romantic scene right here. It's, there's a, um, uh, I don't know, like a, I don't know what I'm going for, but there's a point behind it. It's not just, let's shock the audience, you know? Sure, sure. Yeah, I, but, but I think, but. But I think, like, what you said when some people say that the sex scenes are there for shock factor, I think it's because what a lot of the sex scenes represent are meant to be that shocking. Like, yes, yeah. Like, uh, let's just go ahead and if you haven't watched it, please do make it through the first 45 minutes. There will be a moment where you'll probably be disgusted that you're watching this. Keep going, make it through that first episode promise you you will not stop until you get to the end of season one if you make it through the entire first episode it's 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 right i think another reason like this series is so popular uh too is because you can watch the tv show and then you you kind of want to go and read the books too because it's kind of diverged i i don't know like a lot of so many people that i've met on like Twitter and through my podcast about it, like they started with the show, and I think that's kind of odd too. I, I don't think many books are like that where you, where it's usually like book readers will. Yeah, you read like, the book you, you and then the you, book, yeah, and then the show happens, and, and it's usually not a huge disconnect. Obviously, I know some people who were real, real big into the books and the show came out. And now, uh, you know, some of them are those people who are like, nothing's a spoiler if the book came out this many years ago, but you know, whatever. It's, it's, it's <laughs> it still it's, is. It's so weird now though, because the show is past the books. So it's yeah, like, exactly. they're, they're kind of diverging, but there are certain things that have happened in the books that are either not even a part of the show mm-hmm. or, um, cause, cause there's like somewhat, there's like over 2000 characters in the books and then the show, it's like 200. Yeah. Like that, that, uh, did you care about the lot. Dorn subplot? Cause it doesn't exist in the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. And then, and then the Griff, the, the Griff plot doesn't exist. And, and, yeah. the, um, and the show, and, and I wouldn't take any. The, the funny thing is any of the theories out there like for for a game of thrones a lot of it is kind of like show and book mixed material and like when you put it all together it does not make sense so a lot of these like fan theories about the show actually don't really spoil anything because well i mean they might spoil some stuff if you haven't watched it you know uh if you haven't if you, you haven't watched it at all but like a lot of it just doesn't even make sense so you're you're pretty safe on that that aspect got you so i think right we all kind of touched on mass appeal a good bit and we started veering into our next uh 
next little chunk of uh, topic here when it comes to the novels, right? And uh, this is going to be really for for you, Brett and Ben. So whoever wants to jump on this one is, uh, and and maybe we've said some opinions about that. Is do the uh, does it uh, does it do the novels justice? I I think it does. Um, I mean, obvious obviously there's certain things I don't or I. The thing is, like, the TV show is like a top-notch TV show. It, it really is. If you just take it at, if you just watch the TV show, it, and don't even touch the books, you're yeah. still getting a quality story. Yeah, yeah, it's it's still top-notch TV in my opinion. Um, like, I would I wouldn't even have any. Well, I mean, I still would have a little, a few. There's a few things they could have done better, but but there's so many storylines and they have to consolidate that it's, it's inevitable. And that's kind of crazy that these books are so expansive that you have to consolidate a TV show, uh, that's been on for eight seasons to keep, to even encompass a lot of the, the book material, I guess. So, um, I think they do a great job with it. Um, Sometimes they fall short, but overall, like, yeah. Ben? I, de- I definitely agree with yeah. that assessment. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that I, that the show has done really well, and, I, and this is a huge credit to the actors, is a lot of the books is explained through inner monologues and point of view of the character that that yes. chapter is focusing on. So it's really hard. Early seasons, there's a lot of the, the Daenerys scenes that fall flat because a lot of her character development occurs in her head and it's really hard for them to show that on screen till later later seasons but then you it's... have an actor like Peter Dinklage who just with the way he he carries himself the way he delivers his lines you can like I can be watching him and just the uh, the look on his face I can recall the thought he's having in the book just by the way he presents it to me. Yeah. And, and Lena, Lena Headley. Uh, yes. With, with her, her adaptation of Cersei. And Alfie, Alfie Allen is like the, I think he's like the best actor on the show. Like, like switching back and forth between like his, uh, whatever. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, yeah. but, yeah. but uh, just the way, <laughs> just the way he, he, he go like, goes about it is insane. Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, I, I think as we said, I think it does do do the novels justice. It's just mm-hmm. also like he hinted at there's there's so much they'd have to cover that makes it insanely hard. Right. And we may dig into this a little bit more in in some of the next topics, but I guess you guys touched on it. So I got curious Uh, about your thoughts. Go ahead, Brett. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Well, I just, I just had a thought. Um, Sure. So, so I, so I didn't even think about this. I just, well, I, for the past couple of months, I've been uh, taking classes in film, like learning to shoot like movie sets. And this is something that would have never occurred to me, but like, like some of the stuff is not like as realistic in the books, but like say you're shooting a fight scene and in the in 
on on TV, you're not going to be wearing a helmet because you want to see your actor's face. And then, like, when you swing a sword, it's always going to be, like, wide, broad strokes. And, and you're not going to have a shield. And, like, you can, but it's not going to make you look as cool. And it's more like a dance. But in the books, it's kind of, like, more realistic. And there's there's, like, a lot of examples of that. Like, so I can... A lot of it, I can see where they kind of... And George is pretty good about it, but still... Because he used to be a TV writer, so that's why it translates so well. But there's still some stuff that doesn't translate over as great that they kind of had... The showrunners kind of had to change. And uh, th- it's just something I never would have paid attention to. Um, so, like, I understand a lot of the choices they've made better now. And... Um, I had, yeah. I had I had more to say about it, but I, I it's gone. It's gone. It, 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 ha- it happens a lot. <laughs> that, that's fair. So <laughs> when it comes to you know, we talked about all this. I'm going a little bit off script here, but when we have all this, all these side plots that both of you mentioned are not actually don't ever get brought up in the show. Um, what do you guys think about the possibility of spinoffs to cover some of these subplots? And, and I know it's something that I've, I think I've seen rumors about, right? And uh, All the rumors for the spinoffs have been stating that it's either going to occur... Um, it's going to occur way before this series did. So you're not going to have characters mm-hmm. or events that occurred during oh yeah, yeah, yeah. are spoken about. Obviously, so obviously. I don't know if any of these sub these spinoffs are going to be part of of stuff that we we've okay. heard about in the books because see what you mean. we we get a lot of history in the books that we don't get a lot of details on unless you deep read into a lot of Martin <laughs> stuff. Gotcha. And it sounds like these spinoffs are going to be focusing more on that deep reading um, well, instead the... of Oh sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, it's fine because because my big thing is when I made the comment about the Dorn subplot, there is a whole part of because I'm currently listening to it right now, A Feast of Crows, which is the fourth book that is all about the political intrigue of the nation kingdom, however you want to phrase it, of Dorn. Yeah, and they managed to eliminate in the show eliminate all of it. In a pretty clever way so that you don't have to go into it as much. But you still get the same end result. Yeah, yeah. So it's a creative way they could do it. And it saves them on having to cast all these characters to play this part. It saves them on screen time to try to elaborate on this plot. But it is also one of those things where it was such an intriguing part of the books. That I would have liked to seen it on screen. But I see why it wasn't. Because it really doesn't have any bearing on the overarching story of what's happening. Yeah. So you don't think it would have enough legs to kind of stand. So the, there's, yeah. there's, context. there's gotcha. a lot of characters that he writes that get POVs <laughs> that are pretty much parallels to another character, except they kind of have a failed hero's journey. Um, and, uh, without giving too much away yeah. but 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 basically there's there there's so many characters that they have like straight up parallels to each other yeah and uh, um, and okay that's been very prominent for me uh going through a feast of crows uh right now in the book because like you were talking about the parallels like there's so many events in the feast of crows if if and when you're reading the books 
that you heard about the events in the previous book, but the uh, A Feast of Crows and the Storm of Swords are basically occurring concurrent to each other. So you may hear no, no, like no, no. Dance with Dragons. No, 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 no. Feast of Crows, Storm of Swords, and the Feast of Crows. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> no, on, no. I'm not on a Dance of Dragons yet. No, no. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay. I thought you meant. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the books no. going. Yeah, happening. no, no. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, but no. like, <laughs> like in Storm of Swords, you hear about a certain death, but you just hear it in passing all through a Storm of Swords. Yeah. When you get oh. to a Feast of Crows, you get into the details behind that. So it's okay. like one of those things where talking about the parallels it's this event happened over in this section of um the universe so it affects over here but we don't figure out how this happened until later so running timelines running concurrent to each other Um, i know what you're talking about now (laughs) yeah yeah you got it um but like like so with all great things they must come to an end and this series will be coming to an end this year, and actually, this episode will be releasing the same day it premieres. Oh no, that's not that's not good, that's, Ben. That's not no. good. What? <laughs> Gonna get buried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, it is. So it is ending, and uh, I guess. Well, how do you feel about it, Brett? How do you feel about it ending this year? I, uh, I. Bittersweet, let... or like. It should be more. Is it just the right time? I'm, is it? I think it's so. So again, with the, the, that, just that just jogged my memory of what I was saying earlier. This is the second part to it. A sure. lot of the actors are so tired and they want to move on to different roles. So, so th- there was definitely enough material to like have this go on for like fifteen seasons without with maybe thirteen, fourteen, fifteen seasons without it getting stale, like like Walking Dead, like. Because the story is written, more or less. There's an ending. So, you know, it's not like, let's do this other thing, and now let's make up something for the next uh, season, you know? Like, the story's written. I, but, but, yeah, so... But I understand, like, all these actors are tired. They've been playing their roles for ten years now. They want to move on to something else. Um, and it's so time-consuming for them to uh to film this because of the travel and everything involved in it mm-hmm. um they they shot like a 55 or some 50 something nights or something in this last season for a battle and it was all oof. night scenes that sounds exhausting yeah they were they were done after that they were like yeah so you sorry, think sorry uh, it's it's about the right time but but realistically um, you know, uh, well, you know, you feel that there is enough content for them to keep going, but realistically, yes. it's probably. It, um, I think it's time. Makes yeah. sense that this is this is the end. So, Ben, yes. what do what do you, what are you feeling about that? Too soon? Not too soon? Too late? I don't want to see it end, but right. I think if you're going to end it now, it's the time to do it before um, it could possibly get before it gets stale. Walking Dead. Yeah, before it gets Walking yeah. Dead, because I think Walking Dead syndrome is is something that could happen, and and a lot of sh- even some shows in in this golden era of TV like went on they go on too long, and then they become train wrecks. Walking yeah. Dead. Um, yeah, I'm about to say I'm about to say I, I for any of you Walking Dead fans listening to this, it's not that yeah, it's not that we didn't like Walking Dead. We loved it in the beginning. 
It's nah, I never liked it. So okay, well, it's it's like Lost. <laughs> the, the, oh the no, the first no, three seasons, no, 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 if no, you no. Stop no. watching the at, at at the end of season three. It's a great show, <laughs> but if you continue, so you it know turns what. Hot Lost is a fucking masterpiece. Okay, <laughs> if you don't watch, understand that, watch Lost until the last season and then I, stop. Or better yet, just never watch Lost if you value your sanity and yeah. don't want your life wasted. I, I am the only yeah. Lost fan on here, so I'm gonna almost yeah. step I, back. I, I, Andy, I bought, Andy, I justify that ending to me. Justify I, that ending to no, me. No, there's too much time. It would take way too long for me. To but because you can't justify the fact that I the can, whole but series I need time to was a dream. It, the whole series was no, a dream. No, no, oh swear, my god, it's not what I it was. I swear to you, if if. If Game, of Throne ends, oh if Game of Thrones ends with Bran waking up from a dream, I will personally go to wherever HBO headquarters are and burn that bitch to the ground. That is not a threat. Terroristic threats. That is a promise. That is not a threat. That is a promise. If you yank my chain like that, HBO, there is going to be hell to pay. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I don't okay. even well, I don't want to touch any more topics about other shows in okay, case we guess, hit a lost nerve again. Is this cause... the last episode of? Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's it. This ends. <laughs> so I'm gonna go off and and spin off into a lost podcast and just <laughs> dunk oh, on all you might, fools you who don't know any better. I yeah. mean, I might, but yeah, you know what? And 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 I will admit, I I was a lost fan because I was blindly loyal to it, but. But it went on too long. Um, it was a product of uh, of uh, disastrous uh, writer strike issues, where most of the people left uh, after the writer strikes, and nobody knew where they were trying to go with some of those storylines. So, a different era in TV. But I, I see it, it, it really uh, was. It really yeah. was like right before it was, it was kind it, of ending pre golden age. Yeah, yeah, it was ending like. I think it ended in 2009 or something. 2009, 2010, I think. So, yeah. Somewhere around was... that. So, you got around when it ends. Um, would have been pretty close to when you have... Uh, yeah, it ended in, in May of 2010. So, around when Lost ended, um, which 2010, it, it doesn't feel like that long ago. Breaking Bad had already started in 2008. Yes. Um, and... Which a I lot just of want... people credit as the... The, the start, right? Yeah, I just want to let you know, just thinking about loss has got me literally shaking. I'm so angry. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm no, here, Ben. You come the, over the, here, we'll fight. The thing is, the thing is, I watched every episode, like, binge Lost, and and it had that ending. And I was just like, what? Like, <laughs> My parents started Lost, and I warned them, and they're like, no, this show is great. They watched that last episode and go, I wish we had listened to you in the beginning. <laughs> if, if you stop, if you stop it, I swear, if you stop at the end of season three. You sound like, also, stopping they, at end of season three sounds a lot like starting at the beginning of season two for me trying to watch The Office. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm with you on, or well, it was you, Ben, right, that... Uh, you're the uh, Parks and Rec leader. fan, right? Yes, yes. Yes, I love I love Parks and Rec. It's so ridiculous that um, I can I can watch it. And I used to watch The Office, but then I stopped for like just for no apparent reason. And then now it's like this gigantic thing, and now I don't want to watch it. And I know it's probably no, no. Like... You should totally watch it. You should totally <laughs> but, watch it. 
I, I feel I, like the office. It's the same. It's the same thing with Game. The of office Thrones, does right? eventually suffer from going on maybe a tiny bit too long, um, but the way they okay. the way they keep it going is so yeah. satisfying. Yeah. Like also, I was about to say the end is the payoff for the whole thing, and it's <laughs> yeah. it's just it's just fantastic. I was gonna say there's a lot of that that probably needs to get cut. Ah. We'll just, just, just because I feel like we're encroaching on our golden age of um, TV. Golden age of TV podcast. Yeah, I'll see, yeah. I'll see what I do. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a preview. <laughs> but uh, we so got some show feelings. Closing, we got some feelings. I mean, that's going to be. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I really like it. I think I think you should keep definitely <laughs> yeah. the breakdown. Keep the breakdown. <laughs> the, just, just total breakdown. I, 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 I punched my desk, I slammed on it like. <laughs> Like I was making a speech, I was like, "You hold on here," but uh, Look, when it I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go right back on topic. So when it okay. comes to you can't ending cut this the year, entertaining stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When it comes to it ending this year, I think it is. I think it's about time. Uh, I think it makes sense. Um, you know, even just for the fact that a lot of these actors want to go do other things, um, they're not. You know, hopefully a lot of them don't get typecast and. Oh, that's Can, not that's that's yeah, so I mean, gonna happen. It's so gonna happen, but I mean, you, you've seen some of them. You've seen some of them in in other roles and doing you know amazing. Um, some, and, something we discuss on the the DC podcast, yeah, yeah, is you will definitely look at these actors, and I feel like unless they're really fantastic actors, you're only gonna oh. see their Game of Thrones role. Well, hey, well, old Dickon Stark or Dickon Stark, Dickon Tarly is um, in um, <laughs> Umbrella Academy. Oh, nice, nice. That's something yeah. I haven't jumped into, and I probably need to. Um, but I think I think it's about time. I think it makes sense, and, and we've covered all the reasons why. So let's let's shift gears, um, and maybe something we should have talked about earlier. But now that the show is about to end. Um, if somebody hasn't been watching all this, and you guys can maybe sell me on continuing, but how would either one of you can jump in on this one first? How would you describe this series uh, to get somebody to start watching who hasn't watched it, or maybe somebody who watched the first episode and turned it off and never went back to it? How would you get them to kind of jump back in or start it? You first, Brett. Oh, man. I, man, I don't... I don't know. I mean, there's so many. I'd have to know who the person was because there's so many different like angles you could sure. uh, go. It can appeal, well, like we said, it, it can appeal to many different uh, kinds of people. That's that's yeah. part of its uh, part of its appeal, right? The, yeah. I mean, there's there's I mean, there's so many different characters. There, uh, there's there's very 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 compelling um, uh, female characters in there too that. Um, that that uh, I know a lot of people that I mean their favorite character is Sansa and a, that's a very divisive thing in the fandom. But I, I mean I personally I love like Sansa and her character and the way she grows and kind of learns to play like uh, the politic game uh, throughout the series. But I mean a lot of people hate her. Um, so, but I mean, man, I I don't really. You, you, you don't have – I, I completely see what you see. You've got to know who your audience is because, like, yeah. for me, if I have somebody who's a fan of, um, you know, medieval fantasy uh, or things like Lord of the Rings and be like, it's adult Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah. It's – if you're yeah. a fan of, like, the political stuff that you see in shows like um, the, like, West Wing or, you know, the, the pressing House and compelling – 
yeah, yes. House of Cards or or shows like Twenty Four that have compelling stories that want you to keep watching. This is basically it's all those shows wrapped into one with you a movie 24. budget. <laughs> Do what? You mentioned twenty four. I did. I, I can't. I can't. No, I'm throwing no, the whole but, episode out. Yeah. Well, well, the only reason I say that is like people. People when twenty four first came out, people were all over that. Oh show. God, so was I. I'm not even. I'm not even alive. Yeah, but, but but you know what I mean. But like, but how? Well, it did get ridiculous, but you know the pacing is more or less what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. At 24, I know. you're like, oh, I know you are. But in 24, you had to watch every episode because you had to know what happened. Uh, yeah, because you didn't know Ga- what you did that hour. Exactly. And Game of Thrones keeps you invested because every episode... I don't think, with the exception of season five, I don't think there was an episode that didn't immediately make me want to go and start watching the next episode. Yeah, to yeah. be fair. So I... um. So- just the other day in preparation to kind of give myself hype for this, I started going back uh, through season three because I, I stopped somewhere, right? And I watched episode one and I was like, I gotta keep going. Watched the two guy, I gotta keep going. I watched through like halfway of episode three and then work stuff got in the way and I was like, damn it, I really want to keep watching yeah. this. So. Well, the other the other week when I hurt my back, I, I popped my pain medicine and watched all of season seven in one sitting. Oof. Oh, like, yeah, did, I remember. Didn't get out, didn't get up off the couch <laughs> for seven and a half hours watching Game of Thrones. Didn't eat, didn't drink, just... Didn't need Game to take a bathroom break. I was just... Nothing. I was in Westeros. So I was like, living and breathing. You were breathing. like Jack Bauer. You don't have to take. You don't have to use the bathroom. You don't have to eat. No, nope. I didn't have to reload. Didn't have to do nothing. <laughs> you just gotta save the fucking world. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, no, I th- there's actually this uh, this big uh, podcaster, uh, Game of Thrones podcaster. Um, he he he's uh, he was in the military um, when he was younger, but. He got kind of tricked into watching Game of Thrones, so he 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 watched it like when it first came out, but he just thought it was kind of like a medieval fiction type thing because uh, he's not really into fantasy. So so like Bullshit. you know they talk about all these legends and stuff throughout the yeah. first season, and it's not very fantasy, and it doesn't it kind of slowly becomes more fantasy each season. And so right. like, when you watch the newest season, it's like completely fantasy now. Like, but it kind of like slowly like yeah. pushes it, you. It, oh, it's definitely fantasy. definitely a, a slow drip on the fantasy. So I yeah, think it'd be, it, it's it'd be hard like, to go ahead, Ben. I was going to say you start and you think this is all going to be straight up swords and shields, nothing weird yeah. going on, and then next thing you know, by like season seven, you're like, wait, whoa, 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 what? What can happen? Now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I think, I think, uh, and now, you know, now he's like a huge podcaster and like, it's just kind of funny that, that he's not even a, a fantasy person. Like he doesn't like fantasy, but he can't get enough of it. So I, I, I think there's something to say about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like it's just, it just appeals to so many different things that you don't, you don't yeah. have to like, you yeah, don't have you, to be a nerd to like yeah. the show. There's going to be something in this show for whoever you are. Oh, there yeah, is yeah. something for, in this show for you, for everybody, uh, no matter what. I think that's a, that's a big part of it because, like Ben talked about, a, you know, adult Lord of the Rings sometimes might might depending on who you're talking to, uh, will turn them away if they're not a fantasy fan. 
right? Because yeah. you can't you can't really get too many people into Lord of the Rings if they're not already into fantasy. Um, yeah. They're not jumping on that train, right? But uh, right. but this and, can and, definitely and definitely cross those uh those different uh different fans. You know, if you like you some some just real good gritty action, you can get somebody into it with just that. Yeah. yeah. You just yeah, you just show them a couple battles and they're yeah. hooked. And then yeah, they... that's it. Do, then... do not watch this show if you believe in karma, though, because you will be so disappointed oh, for man. so long. <laughs> yes, um, you know, I mean... <laughs> yeah, you have it's to like... wait so long for people to get their come up at sometimes, and, and when and it finally <laughs> happens, it's just like sweet release. Well, and sometimes it's yeah. not even how you think it'll happen. Like exactly, exactly. I mean, oh. if you've ever watched The Departed, like it's kind of yes, like I that. Love come that up. movie! It's oh my god, Mark Wahlberg's character yes. at the end. Yes, yeah. yes. It's kind of like that. Like it's not who you expected to deal out the justice, but no, it's, but it's 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 uh yeah. Oh. It works. Can I just say that movie is so satisfying, and even though it, it was is two thousand five, it is still it is aged okay right um i watched it again for the first time after seeing it in theaters in 2005 when i was like 15 and and totally different perspective on the whole thing now <laughs> watching it watching it many years later i was like wow i i missed a lot of this i haven't watched it in so long so yeah, I, 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 I always I, always I, worth going back to i think it's one of those uh one of those good movies and a killer soundtrack oh yeah but never mind. Besides the departed. No. Oh, <laughs> all right. So I think I think basically in, in to wrap up everything we've said, there is something in Game of Thrones for everyone, regardless of what your interests are. Give it a shot. The biggest thing I can say is yes, that first episode is rough. But if you get through those first forty-five minutes of that episode, the way that episode closes will have you hooked. You just have to keep going. Um, and and season one, will, the end of season one might have you hooked too. Um, oh, oh yeah, once the you, end of yeah, season yeah, one you, is what convinced me to like even keep going. Yeah, um, you get to the you get to the end of season one, and you just you just keep I, knocking them down. Oh, keep I knocking. audibly screamed at the end of season one. I was like, no, no, <laughs> season two, I gotta go, gotta go. No, no, no. Oh, so we said a lot. Go ahead, sorry, Brett. Oh no! I was I was gonna say I mean being a avid listener of you guys uh, <laughs> podcast, uh, it's gonna be weird listening to this on Monday. <laughs> oh yeah, you have to listen to yourself when we release I've, this, which which will be odd. Yeah, I mean I I have to listen. I edit my videos anyway, so I have to listen. Yeah, to myself, see, but... you're already used to listening to yourself. That's something that uh, I had to re get used to. Um, yeah. Because uh, I, I used to edit videos all the time and hear myself and then go into podcasts. So anyway, I want to I think it's time we start wrapping this up. So I want to give yeah. each of us a chance for some closing thoughts. So, Brett, uh, as a guest and our visitor tonight, I will let you go. Wow. Uh, I feel like I'm on the spot here. Uh, <laughs> you should. Uh, you should feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- <laughs> I, uh, I, I, yeah. I mean, just uh, just. If if you're not sold on this, hopefully this uh, episode was very entertaining. I watched them talk about. I watched them. I uh, listened to them talk about wrestling for like two hours and was still entertained. So, and uh, I think the the, the couple football episodes uh, 
I, I, you know, I don't keep up with football. So, but I don't know. I was still entertained. So hopefully, you know, whether or not you like or ever get into a Game of Thrones, um, hopefully this was enjoyable, but you're missing out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, That's you don't want to get that FOMO. <laughs> so That's all um, I got. Uh, yeah, for me, just closing this out, like I've, I've said a couple times already, there's something for everybody in this show. Uh, it's definitely something that should become, if it hasn't already for you, it should become must-watch television as the season, as this last season goes on because I don't think you get very many opportunities to watch a series debut and end and still be able to maintain a high note like this show has. Like uh, we've mentioned earlier, okay. I put this up there with Breaking Bad as a series that was consistently good from start to finish, and you don't see that in television much anymore. It's true. It's true. I want to. I, I don't understand how the writers of Breaking Bad were making shit up week <laughs> by week, and it still turned out fantastic like because that, that's what they were doing that was like they were just kind of they didn't really have an ending planned which was yeah. it's it, insane oh, to god. me oh god yeah i mean that's they probably had the same writers from the longest running episodic television show of all time <laughs> wwe raw <laughs> <laughs> that is how you would do it but i mean brett if you ever want to talk about breaking bad we could we could we could uh, do an episode or it could be it, or it could be a, a large portion of the golden age but that might yeah. end up being a three-hour episode yeah, but we can definitely that's breaking yeah. bad is that was my first uh series that i watched all the way through well no lost was and i was pretty mad about it and then and then breaking bad kind of <laughs> Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad soothed me. your pain. Exactly. So, so I heard people talking about how good it, the ending of Breaking Bad was after I had oh. finished Lost, and oh, I was man. like, and I was like, I was like, I'm done with TV shows. <laughs> after that, I got invested. That was the first one I was ever super invested in. That like I cared about the story, and then it just, then it just dumped all over heart. me. <laughs> and but, then, uh... and then I heard, yeah, the the ending. Uh, Breaking oh, yeah. Bad was great, and it had just ended. So then I binged that, and I was like, "Okay, I have faith restored." Nice, <laughs> nice. But yeah, you know, um, I enjoyed talking about Game of Thrones with you guys. So I think yeah. you guys, uh, you guys convinced me to to uh, hopefully catch up here as quickly as possible, uh, and then watch the final season. Nope, no, no. But pressure. Uh, yeah, no, no pressure at all. But I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us. Um, I want to thank you, Brett. For joining us uh, on this episode, especially on a Friday night, and uh, just once again, uh, you know, another shout out right to your podcast, the Planet Toast Podcast. Uh, once again, if you guys want, if anybody listening wants to check it out, just pop those well, show notes. We'll, we'll have all the links on there, and also, Brett, you and your co-host Travis have something coming up. Is it this month or next month that you're going to be on the Ice and Fire Con panel? Yeah, there's an Ice and Fire Con in Ohio, and I think it's literally called the Ice and Fire Con. And we have a friend, Kyle, who um, is doing a Blood Raven uh, panel, which I guess from... That's a that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. Yeah. I just wanted yeah. you to get across the fact that you were going to be <laughs> no, no, I wasn't on a panel at a Comic-Con. No, no, I wasn't going to get into it. I was just going to say, I, I, just, I was laughing at the fact that I kept bringing that character up when you were on our podcast and he, it was relevant like, then 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I guess that doesn't even make sense to. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So yeah, we're doing that. Um, I think Ben's gonna be jumping on as many uh, of the uh, episodes he can for the uh, our reaction show uh, episodes or whatever for season eight of Game of Thrones. So and and he's been on a few. Um, so I highly recommend like if you do jump over, uh, watch the ones he's a part of first. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well. Thank you guys for listening. Ben, play us off. No matter when you're listening, guys, thank you for joining us and have a great morning, afternoon, or evening. And don't forget to share us with your friends and listen to us on... I lost it. Go ahead. Just share (laughs) us with your friends. Share us with your friends. Share the podcast on Facebook. That's one of the most helpful things you can do. If you don't want to... If you can't rate us... Wherever you listen to, if you can share that post, that is the most helpful thing you can do. Yeah. Just all you do is link, 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 awesome. no matter what. Exactly. Got Lincoln on my mind. I can't ever <laughs> link enough. But with that, musical masterpiece. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Brett. Have a good night. Mm-hmm.